Now, before we go to Judith Collins, um, we're going to have a couple of words from John Key giving some harsh words to national MPs about leaking inside information. But when it's our own ideas or decisions or directions that we're challenging, we should do it by talking to each other privately. We shouldn't do it by going behind people's backs. So here is my very simple advice to those who like to leak to the media. If you can't quit your leaking, here's a clue, quit the party. I mean, the public look at it and they say, for goodness sake, if they can't run their own party, how on earth can they run the country? And that was John Key just yesterday at the first big gathering for the National Party at the AGM yesterday. And Judith Collins joins us. Judith, good afternoon. Oh, hello, Tim. Uh, Did you enjoy John Key's speech? I thought it was excellent. (laughs) I thought um, all the speeches were good, actually. And um, no, I just thought he he did a great job. What was your favourite part about what he said? I just said... Oh, that last bit was really good. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I actually thought he just did really well, and and the great thing is John's been away from politics long enough now to have the distance from it, and he's you know he's clearly wanting us to do a lot better, and um, I just thought he gave some very good advice. I just thought you know it was a really actually really really good AGM went really well. Was it um, was it a speech that people expected, or were people a little surprised at the sort of hard hitting tone? Well, I wasn't surprised at all, um, and I thought it was uh, certainly John and I have discussed uh, these issues, um, and I just thought he was spot on. Uh, mm. Some people may have been a bit surprised, but I tell you what, the audience there, and there was about five hundred and fifty people there, mm. uh, were at. Absolutely lapping it up. They loved it. Because actually, you know, obviously you've come off a, a, a pretty a pretty tough defeat. What, what was the mood? I mean, have people sort of got over it yet? Or was there still a sense of uh, not really quite being sure of the direction from here? No, I thought it's, um, it was a very surprisingly good mood. I thought it would be good, but I think just didn't realise it would be quite that good. Um, and the mood was, you know, I came and John and I came in together in 2002 when we had an even worse defeat that year, and this was nothing like just after that one. This was very upbeat, very aware of the things that went wrong, and very focused on doing better and uh, focusing on the things that matter. And you know, nobody seriously cares about what's going on inside uh, political parties. I, they really want us to be focused on the people, and that's what they want mm. us to do. Well, we do at Politics Central, yeah. of course, but um, he yeah. said... Apart from your programme, <laughs> of course. Of course, for the next hour, thank you. <laughs> uh, have you worked... He said you've got to go back to the drawing board, but you can win in three yeah. years. He also said you can also lose in the next two or three <laughs> elections. Have you worked out in any respect how you can win in three years' time? Well, I'm not going to obviously share with you our secret and totally, you know, worked out plans, <laughs> but I can tell you, um, and in I, my speech I spoke a lot about this, was the need to be thinking forward and boldly, um, not just saying, well, we're just like them, but not quite as bad, you know, um, we have to have bolder and more um, exciting policies, and we don't need 55 of them. Um, what we do need are a few that are really interesting, and, and one of the highlights that, frankly, one of the successes in the campaign was our technology and manufacturing policy, and working further on that, we had a guest speaker last night, um, Roger Sharp, who's been involved in, in um, investing in tech companies for years, 
people like him, were, you know, and, and I spoke about my speech as well about the the need for us to be embracing new technology, but yeah. also for us to to think outside where we'd normally be in our comfort zone. Um, so yeah. that's where we're really at. So yeah, we're, we're going back to the drawing board on some things and. Yeah. Um, and the other big thing... Can I, can I just chop, chop in there for a second? Uh, mm. Because I just want to focus on one other comment that John Key made. And he, mm-hmm. he talked about, if you're going to be the leaker, then you, if you want to leak, then quit the party. Yeah. Do you guys know who the leakers are? Well, I think people probably hope that um, the leakers have gone. Um, but I haven't seen anything myself of any importance um, yeah. leaked since the election. Um, and I just hope that whoever it was has gone... Yep. Fingers crossed. I'm not going. Well, I'm not going to go on yeah. a on a hunt, spending you know tens of thousands of dollars and lots of time focus on that. I think it's pretty counterproductive. Yeah. We know what the result is um, when people leak, and we know what happens when there's disunity. Yeah. I'd rather hope that um, we're we're past that. And I tell you, there's no there's no uh, absolutely no tolerance for that in the yeah. party. Um, on the other side of the speeches, we had also National Party President Peter Goodfellow, who seemed to sort of still be blaming Labour for their loss. We'll just play a quick clip on that. Politics as usual was locked down. Reasoned debate on contentious issues almost became treasonous. And the understandable human expression of fear and uncertainty by the public gave rise to solidarity for the greater good. And so the team of five million was born and daily broadcasts became televangelistic, like gospel to the masses. Democracy for a period of time gave way to a form of temporary tyranny. So there he seems to be talking about extrinsic things, things outside the party. Do you think he maybe overplayed it with the temporary tyranny line? Oh, well, look, he's, he's expressing his view. Yeah. Uh, it, to be, you know, it was really hard to have... Um, uh, the Prime Minister as leader of the Labour Party up every day talking at one o'clock about what's happened today. You might have noticed she hasn't been back since the election, I don't think, has she? Um, mm. You know, it, it was it was a very challenging time um, and certainly lockdowns were really hard for us to campaign in a normal way. But, um, and we didn't get to set that agenda at all. But, you know, that's just the way it is. And we've always got to remember that incumbency huge advantages and you know people probably you know think that there are times when um, we were in government and there were emergencies and uh, that we had to deal with like yeah. the Christchurch earthquakes and I well remember the Labour Party MPs gnashing their teeth about you know how come John is on TV every night talking about what's happening well that's because he was the Prime Minister that's what happens and I just I, I guess I've been in an MP for long enough to have seen it work both ways. Yeah. I always feel the next question's a little unfair in a way, but three yeah. years' time, are you going to be there still as the leader of the National Party, and how do you ensure that? Well, it's not actually strange enough about me. Um, I just think that, um, look, I'm I'm there for um, the party and um, doing my job, so I expect I'll be there, um, but I'm not going to be spending my time uh, worrying about people coming through or anything. In fact, I'm encouraging um, people coming through because my view is it's part of your job as a leader is to always look to help bring people through so that there is actually ultimately a succession plan hopefully not the next three years and hopefully people will see me doing my job well enough that they won't be wanting to um, 
to change me in that time. And that's the best thing I can do is to do my job well and to show leadership, but actually to demonstrate that every day. So that's what I'm trying to do. And my viewers, I don't worry about it. Look, you know, behind my back, I've seen people do that. And all that happens is they get you from the front. (laughs) <laughs> well, I always think it's probably better to be stabbed from the front, at least you... Anyway, <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Judah. Thanks Thank for your you time. Too.